When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The most national championships over the last quarter century. Not Duke, not UNC, not Kansas. Nobody has more than UConn. What a dominant run through this tournament. And another Hurley championship when he said, you better get us now three years ago and they came back. Put it on a plaque. People better get us now. There we go, right outside the athletic department. Put it on a plaque. Let's go around the horn. Harry, you better get me now. Don't worry, I got you. We'll be here the next three days. First word is Husky. The first words are whether you now view UConn as the best program in America. And then the run inside the run. Let's talk about that too. I called LSU's title the night before shock and awe. The shock wore off here with every 20-point win. So just awe. Sonogo, Hawkins, Jackson, Caravan, Klingon, led by Danny Hurley. Tim, is it an all-time team, an all-time run, or a run that benefited from all the upsets in this year's tournament? I think, it, I think it's, uh, it's an all-time run. Uh, it's an all-time defensive run. That, that team plays defense, and that is coaching. Those guys do not leave their feet. You saw San Diego State, just like everybody before them, trying to fake their way into shots, and they couldn't get anything, especially inside. I don't think it's an all-time great team. Uh, you know, that quote about, you better get us now, the Big East is still getting them. Xavier got them twice. St. John's and Seton Hall got them. So in the middle of the season, they had trouble in conference, but – then they got going again at the end of the year, and outside of the conference, they wiped out everybody. I think it's a tribute to the Big East uh, as much as, it, as in a way as it is to UConn. Uh, but they also got a little bit of a break. This is not a knock. They didn't play a one seed. They didn't play a two seed. And they played Gonzaga, mm. a three seed, mm. that they could completely shut down that, not that a knock, inside scoring. But I do see you through the people in the front door. Uh, Jay and Dante on this run for UConn. It's true, and, and obviously they couldn't help all the upsets and the higher seeds that, that toppled throughout the tournament. You can say that they beat Alabama during the regular season, so they can, you know, if you want to say they beat the best-seeded team in the tournament, they did at some point during the season. But, no, not, not an all-time great run. It's, it's rare when you see a team winning a championship where I would take the guys that were in the stands from that school over this team. You had Ray Allen, Kemba Walker, Mecca Okafor. Some of those great UConn players were there. I don't think this team can stack up to some of those teams that those guys played with. <laughs> Harry Lyles Jr. Gosh, okay, look, I don't think this is an all-time great team. I don't think it's an all-time great run. I think it's a good run, though. Like, let's give them credit where it's due. I was also somebody who was like, hey, when are they going to start playing some of the higher seeds? That's out of their control, but okay, credit where it's due. They won by an average of 20 points and only trailed for 31 of 240 minutes. We have to give them that credit. Uh, But to me, this isn't a very memorable team, and that has nothing to do necessarily to their fault by any means. I think this is just kind of where we're at in men's college Mm. basketball. 
Um, but they played the cards that they were dealt, and they did a really great job I with that. I didn't look ahead at the forecast. I didn't realize it was raining in Connecticut today. Raining on the parade. Frank, this team won every game by 13 points or more. You never see. Yeah. That's happened a few times. 20 points per game margin of victory. That's got to be an all-time run through a tournament. I, I think it is because we keep hearing about how much parity there is in college basketball. But there's so much parity. How come nobody's giving them a game? Yeah. And let's face it, last night, did you really ever think in the second half, even when San Diego State cut it to five, that they were going to be able to sustain enough offense to really win that? UConn dominated the competition. And let's give a lot of credit to Jim Calhoun, who started this thing, building a program out of nothing, Kevin Ollie winning a championship, and now, of course, Danny Hurley, who comes from a lineage of unbelievable basketball family, and he, he's got it, and he can recruit. That is some team. They're going to be a force so to be reckoned with. That's five now is back since in a big way. 1999. Five championship. Is that the best program yeah. in America, Frank? I saw it. You know, I, I would still probably say Duke, but the fact that three coaches have done it, that has been Jim Calhoun, Kevin Ollie, and now Danny Hurley, that says a lot. They get the players to go up there. Maybe everyone wants to get an internship at ESPN. That's why, they, that's why they all go to UConn. But it's impressive that they could find players. They win. They got great facilities. There's no reason Jim why they Kalishaw? can't continue on this Answer path. that question. Yeah, I mean, I think that I, I no, I would take them over Duke. I, I would take I would take UConn as as Frank said. Three different coaches, different conferences went from the Big East to the America Athletic, back to the Big East. They they can win from any any direction, and they've done it and under Jay Donde. All of that shows that it's the program and not the coaches. And until John Shire can get Duke to multiple, multiple Final Fours and show that it's not just all Mike Shashevsky, then yes, UConn is ahead of Duke as a program right now. Better get us now. That's what Danny Hurley said when they were down just for that little moment a few years ago. Again, a team playing in the personality of their coach. But let it be said, what a win for younger siblings. His father, the ultimate high school champion at St. Anthony's, Jersey City. His brother, the ultimate, one of the, I mean, it got him in the list for all-time greatest point guards in college basketball history and a two-time champion. Now slow and steady and steely. Danny Hurley gets his championship. Let's move on to a question about the state of college basketball now. Soaring towards parity. The way this tournament played out, no top seed in the very good, but not that word, final eight. And 16 seed and 15 seed upsets in the first round. Not the names and blue bloods of years past, although we just said UConn. Arrival into that category is real. Brian Dutcher of San Diego State said his team... And FAU proved you don't need millions in NIL to win. J.A., is college hoops in a good place right now? I think programs like San Diego State are in a good place. They did great for themselves. They might have played their way into the Pac-12 conference based on this performance if the Pac-12 is looking to add another school. So that's good for them. I don't think that boosts the sport as a whole. The fact that you lacked you know, great drama at, at, at this Final Four. The, only the final six seconds of the San Diego State game in the semifinals were good out of the three games. Other than that, how much was memorable from this? How, much was, how many memorable characters do we have? Can it compare to the women's Final Four, where you had Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, Kim Mulkey, Don Staley, Aaliyah Boston in South Carolina, etc.? College sports doesn't have that right now. The NIL is going to lose to a lot of a lack of identity for these major programs. It can help 
on the local level. Like Northwestern, for example, had two players transfer to Duke and North Carolina. The guys who stayed wound up winning more NCAA tournament games than Duke and Carolina combined. So that's good for Northwestern and schools like that. I don't think it's great for the sport, though. This Just to NCAA jump on something you said, benefit. J.A., would you say while they both have similar um, – well, NIL and, and transfer portal are similar issues, or not even issues, but challenges now that coaches are having to go through. The women's game is in a better place than the men's game in college basketball right now. Yes. Absolutely. Mainly because you don't have one and done. Harry Lyles Jr. Yeah, I think the women's game is in a better place because it has all of the things that made the men's game great. Right now, men's college basketball is not the pipeline to the NBA or the minor leagues that it used to be because you have so many options now for guys to go in and play. They could go overseas. They could go to the G League. They could do OTE here in Atlanta. So because of that, you have a lot of low and mid majors that are able to now get kids that want to play three or four years of college basketball or have to play three or four years of college basketball in a way that you don't have anymore. So that's why you're now seeing 13, 14, 15, 16 seeds have an easier time beating those higher-ranked teams because they don't have the same strength that they once had. And then the headline. Is that a good thing for college? Is it in a good place with that? You would, you're arguing not as good as it has been in the past, it sounds like. Frank Isola, I'll bring you in here. Well, let's face it. The days of Patrick Ewing, Christian Leitner, Grant Hill, it's over. Drew Timmy has stuck around forever, but that's not going to happen with the best players. They're going to go to the NBA. Some of them won't even go to college, so that's going to impact it. But I would say this, and I do think when you look at the transfer portal, look at NBA free agency, NFL free agency, look at the transfer market in European soccer. It's nothing compared to what's going to happen now in college basketball. So every year you're going to get an upstart team. It happened, let's face it, it happened with LSU on the women's side. But I don't mind seeing a team like FAU. It's fun. It's something different. I don't mind that. It's never going to be like it once was, but I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. It's Tim Kalashaw. I think the transfer portal has just put college basketball in a different place and a weird place. You have teams yep. like San Diego State that has a starting five that's older than NBA teams. <laughs> you have one-and-done players who get out of there quickly, but you're also going to have fifth-year seniors, and they transfer all over the place. I think the transfer portal is the problem for fans. You have no idea where players are going to be next right. year. And, and that, along with this unfortunate uh, – preference to shoot 35 threes even if you're only making 10 doesn't always make for a quality basketball game well they, they watched your intramural games in uh at texas tim that's where the game came we didn't have threes yeah. oh well, I, I didn't say that you said that no, Tim, back to you sports needs villains and tim transfer portal nil those don't make for good villains it's not like when you had big bad georgetown or UNLV and those guys running roughshod, you need villains in college basketball. Okay, but LSU college. had that just to, I mean, they had an entire team come through, yeah. and they very much embraced and were celebrated for being who they were. Harry Lyles Jr., last word. I do agree with y'all's point about the transfer portal, but it's still even hard for that to contribute to the game when you don't have guys sticking around, right? Like, you can't name many transfers that you can say, oh, he played at this place last year because you just don't have that recognition. So until guys are going to stick around, it just feels like we're not really in a place where it's easy to follow the men's game as it is to follow the women's game. Thanks for your thoughts. One more thing here. We've seen rowdy celebrations before. There's a video from Stores, Connecticut, and it's McHugh Hall, an academic building, and it's destroying your own community. Uh, that, that, yeah, this is, there's a thought exercise here about how we see and talk about things like that, and especially after the oxygen and vitriol and cudgel words used in discussing Angel Reese and sportsmanship. And Angel Reese, yes, very literally was taunting 
and maybe it was the destruction of sportsmanship, but it wasn't the destruction of property and buildings. And, and maybe it's simple too. Maybe don't destroy the stuff. You're paying money to serve you because you're happy, all right? Hugs are free too. We'll be back. Fire yourself yeah. getting expelled. He's on video. Idiot alert. Idiot alert. Acting in the way of an idiot. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table, or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. The numbers are in for the LSU-Iowa final, and they are huge. 9.9 million viewers, 12.6 at its peak. Wow. Baton Rouge still celebrating LSU's championship. Looks like they will for some time. There is expected to be a trip to the White House, as is customary. But First Lady Dr. Jill Biden made news yesterday when she said she also thinks Iowa should be invited because they played such a good game. Enter Angel Reese. A joke is what she tweeted, which throws fuel to the fire. Everything we talked about with Reese's end of game taunting on Sunday. A statement today from the office of the First Lady walked back the idea of a runner-up trip to the White House. Harry, where did all of this land for you? I thought it was hilarious, to be quite honest with you, because in one of the most heated debates that we've had of this sports calendar, she just dropped this <laughs> and just poured gasoline on this in the worst possible way. Look, I think it was very well-intentioned, and I don't think she should receive a lot of criticism for it because, obviously, she is happy with where the women's game is at, and I think we all are, but you cannot have a runner-up at the White House. And so, yeah, this was not a great idea, but I don't think we should be too hard on her. All right, guys, Sola. I would think, this is just a guess, that she's at the game with Billie Jean King and she's thinking, look at this, all this women empowerment, it's a great moment. Let's just have every team show up. I don't think she meant anything malicious behind it. And then when they obviously follow Twitter probably and realize, you know what, maybe it's not such a good idea. No harm, no foul. Come on. Mm -hmm. Tim Kalisha. 
I think it's fair. Maybe they should have TCU's football team go uh, go as well. They played a good game in the national championship. <laughs> okay. All right. So, all right. Know, right. I, yes. So I think. That, what is she expecting? Trouble in the Iowa caucuses? This was a crazy idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, could be political. Is that what you're well saying? Uh, Don, how about you? Hey, Tim, they're, they're moving the first caucus away from Iowa. And also, if you are going to think about this politically, you might want to honor the black women from South Carolina, considering black women from South Carolina basically salvaged Joe Biden's campaign in the last All election. Right. Well, so, it doesn't uh, have to go there. I don't understand. Comments. Yes, I mean, but this is the participation trophy debate of, yes. of American sports, right? That as well. I, I mean, I think I saw this. And, and Harry, when you're saying it, she was there with Billy King King and just it was a celebration. Yeah, okay, but maybe you go. Frank, on Angel Reese responding great. with, though, absolute joke the way she did on Angel Reese. Frank, please, come on, enjoy the show. Well, I, I'm the same way. When I get invited to somebody's house, I want to know the guest list and who's showing up and whether or not it's a joke. I, I think she's now really caught up in the moment. And she, hey, look at her social media following and her NIL. It's going through the roof. But I don't know. It is the, Million it on is Instagram. the White House. Well, no, to be fair, yeah. you posted on, on Sunday, you thought, I mean, that it only that it was this taunting that it went after the horn for Angel Reese. Yeah, that's, and, and to me, it was just a matter of sportsmanship. It's nothing more than that. I don't like any form of taunting by any player. Am I allowed to say that? I don't like any taunting. I don't care who does it on any level, pro, college, youth level. I don't think any of it's good. That's me. Fire Cell 2, pro football about. talk report that Bill Belichick has shopped Mac Jones to multiple teams during the 2023 offseason. Frank, is this something or nothing? Oh, it's it's definitely something. I think this tells you that Bill Belichick doesn't like losing. He wants to get back on top. And the great GMs, coaches, you know what they do every day? They think about winning a championship. And he's thinking about, can I get somebody better than Mac Jones as my quarterback? Do you believe there is something to this? Tim Kalashaw, you? I realize it's different circumstances, but we're having trouble finding a team that wants Lamar Jackson. Teams are going to fall all over themselves to go get Mac Jones, the most average of average quarterbacks. I, I don't think so. Plus, he's just hired wow. about three coaches from Alabama. He's bringing the Alabama staff there. He's trying to give Mac some nice surroundings. Yeah, done that. Well, what's interesting is Robert Kraft, the owner, reportedly likes Mac Jones, but if Kraft ultimately went with Belichick over Brady, he's definitely going to go with Belichick over Mac Jones. Harry Lyles. Yeah, I was kind of shocked to see this because it was last week that Robert Kraft said he not just liked him, he said he was a big fan of Mac Jones, and he's very possessive when he talks about my team and how my team is run. Uh, so to me, I think this is going to be interesting to see because Bill Belichick is 70 years old. Clearly, he wants to make things happen sooner rather than later because we don't know but how But offensively, there was a regression for Mac Jones last year. There was regression for, for Bill Belichick uh, offensive game plan, too. So, I mean, <laughs> there, there could be some looking inward Coaching on staff. both sides. Fire cell three. Hello, friends. Masters tuna melt. Here are the odds. Tim, who you got? And do you foresee any PGA, LIV, player tension in contention? I don't know about how much tension unless Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy get together. I do expect some live golfers to contend. I think Cam Smith is a good pick. But for me, and this may be illegal, I'm risking deduction here. I'm taking Dallas. I'll take Scheffler, Spieth, and Zalatoris. <laughs> Give everybody else the field, <laughs> and I'll collect wow. the green jacket on Sunday. Kind of like it. Wow. Kalish on fire today. Adande. 
I'll buy Rory McIlroy winning it, and I'll sell all the live golfers because, A, do they have the stamina to go past 54 holes, and, B, if they get caught up in playing for live golf and representing live golf, you always hear guys in Ryder Cup saying it's so much more pressure when you're playing for something besides yourself. Well, if they're playing for something besides themselves, I think it's going to catch up with them. Questioning by their the back stamina now that they play 54, whether they can make it to 72. Harry Lyles Jr., how about you? I'm going with Rory because he's had three top five finishes his last five times at Augusta National. And plus, it would be the most fun result, especially if he goes up against somebody in a live tour right up at the end because he's going to talk the most trash. Uh-huh. And Isola. We thought Jim Nance was out. The Masters has pulled him back in. He'll be around this weekend. Uh, I think if you can pair live golf on the final weekend, maybe the last uh, two groups, I think it would be pretty interesting. But Tim touched on it. Jordan Spieth, he's been progressing this way. One thing to watch out for, I spoke to the weathermen. Bad weather this weekend in Augusta, Georgia. Harry, you're down there, so get an umbrella. Yeah. Well, Tim, J.A., I know you both played Augusta. Tim, any advice for eight? Any advice on eight? Yeah. Get driver on your second shot. Still <laughs> no, won't no. get there, but you can birdie the whole thing. You birdied it, but <laughs> I, 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 now you've yeah, uh, birdied uh, it. Uh, that's it for Adade and Lyle Jr. Callis Sola. That's our showdown in two minutes. Tim had his caddy taking photos of the blitter. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Good Kyle, Michelle, Frank, Guy Solo. Good luck in showdown. Anthony Rendon, four-game suspension and undisclosed fine. MLB conducted the inquiry into the altercation with fan and what was appearing to be on video, uh, they, they ruled maybe it was that, that he grabbed first and swung at a fan with his hand. So four games is the ruling. Rendon says, it sucked. My emotions got the best. We spoke on the phone and apologized. Tim, four games sound right. How do you think MLB handled this? I think him talking to the fan and apologizing sounds right. Four games is $800,000 or so. He's been a huge disappointment. But I, I, you got to do this. You can't have players going after fans. Frank? Obviously. Eight hundred grand. It's chump change for, for some guys in MLB. You know what? The fans cross the line a lot of times. I understand players have to show restraint. I think it's smart by Major League Baseball. Set the tone right now. As much as sometimes you want to go after a guy, you can't do Four that. games. You got to watch it. $800,000 for Rendon. He hasn't played many more than four games for the Angels, it feels like, since he yeah, signed there. Wow. Point. We'll split the point. This is an idea I just came up with. In oh, there we go. Showdown two, the Brewers' home opener. They had a flyover yesterday. But their roof was closed. What is this? The pilot never saw 
the game, the, the game the fans never saw. The pilot, <laughs> nobody saw uh, rookie Bryce Terang hit a grand slam for his first home run unless they were watching the Brewers beat down the Mets 10 squad. Ooh, Frank, uh, what's the bigger deal, the rookie grand slam or the flyover? And what's the word for a flyover over a roof? Come on, it's the rookie hitting the grand slam. If you want to see a flyover, go to City Field or the Billie Jean King Tennis Center in Flushing. They fly over those stadiums every five Jimmy? minutes. What's the big deal about a flyover? If you don't have a retractable, if you can't get the roof open, don't have flyovers. There's no need for this. This is not something they should be doing with these fans. Give the guy props for the grand slam. Frank, he deserves Isola, it. thank you so much for hosting when I was on vacation. Wow. I'm going to give you a break oh, now for the next 30 seconds. Every- you don't need to work anymore. <laughs> Point FaceTime, Tim Kalashaw. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, well played, sir. Oh, let's look back to last year's Western Conference Finals and what has happened to one of those combatants, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, with a week to go in the regular season, are weighing their options between trying to get into the 10th spot, which they are not in right now, Oklahoma City is, they're 37 and 42, or just kind of backing off a little and trying to secure that staying in the bottom 10 and keeping a Chris Tapps Porzingis draft pick. How did this team fall apart? A terrible I trade. I think we knew how. <laughs> terrible trade. I think we have an Victor idea.